Hey guys, welcome to All Things Taboo with Karen Taylor. Um, I'm here for another podcast. Um, I have kind of had a, an idea of what I want to do with a few of the podcasts going forwards, and it's probably going to be more around like getting, um, giving five tips of or five suggestions of things. So maybe like this first one uh, is going to be uh, five ways, five healthy ways to heal from a breakup. And um, it's in the car. I recorded it while I was driving to Melbourne. Um, but sorry, the quality is not so great. I do apologize. I'll get better at it. It was just in my head and I needed to get it out. And then it actually was really exactly what I wanted to say. And so I thought I'll just post it as it is. And um, next time I will try and wait <laughs> until I'm somewhere with my... Um, with my microphone so I can actually do it with good sound and um, yeah so you'll hear my indicators and a little bit of background noise so I apologize for that but um, the message is still there so um, it's five healthy ways to heal after a breakup um, I have lots of other things that I've done but these were probably the main five things that I did in the first few weeks and yeah and then I, I'll probably do like um, you know five helpful things to run a business like five helpful tips and slowly just like um yeah i guess like put information out there of the things that i have done um to make my life be the life that it is for myself and um and yeah hopefully that um that resonates with whoever's out there listening and um and you find it contributes to you somehow so yeah um that's my that's sort of where I think I'm going to head uh, with the next 12 months um, and hopefully yeah even when I'm interviewing guests in the next few podcasts I will be able to do that with them as well and get their advice too so yeah forgive me as I figure this out I've just got new editing software so I am working out that so that I can try and make this podcast the best that I can and um, yet yeah, I hope that you enjoy uh, what I'm putting out and yeah, keep coming back. The one I was thinking about last night because I had this really cool moment of, um, I don't know, like it was just like a third eye moment. So anyone who's like not spiritual um, or doesn't have, like doesn't meditate or anything like that, like I had um, a, I did a meditation which is called a cutting of the cords meditation and um, you just visualize like, you know, you, like the love that you had for somebody and um, that you want, you know, the best for them and that you were showing up the best way that you could and that they were showing up the best way that they could, but obviously the connection is now like ready to be severed. And um, yeah, just had this like overwhelming like moment of like feeling this fucking like, I don't know, like this feeling around me of like just every time a thought would then come into my mind afterwards, um, you know, like my brain wants to fix everything and, and make it all right. And, um, and I was just like, nope, nope. And it was like my hand was like coming up and saying, nope, like with, you know, an eye on it. And like, that's the third eye, uh, symbol. So, um, 
was so powerful for me and I was thinking about like probably the five like top things that I have done um, you know it's been three weeks since um, my partner and I split up and um, yeah it's it was fucking rough like uh, I've had to really look at myself um, and look at like how I showed up and acknowledge my own stuff um, and I've really just taken like gone inside and like just done some work on myself and on like forgiving myself because usually what I will do is I will end up um, in a like I'll end up in this space of like you know I'm fucked up and I need to like tell them that I fucked up and I want them back and I beg and you know I kind of like degrade myself as a person um, because I just want them to love me again because like I have this insatiable fear of rejection um, and yeah I had this like I don't know this moment of just like the five things so I'm going to share them on my podcast so one of the first thing that I did um, was that I felt it I cried I I called people and I just cried and I called like my support network of people who love me and can just listen and they don't need to give me advice or tell me what I need to do or you know um try and fix it for me like they just listened and they held space for me and every time that I felt anything I would just call one of those one of those people um and you know I I don't know if anyone has read Brené Brown's books but um you know it was just like I have like my five people that um, I can be truly vulnerable with and truly myself with and and know that um yeah I can just show up in my full self doesn't matter if I'm fucking broken or if I'm um, living my best life you know so um they know that they've seen me at my best and they've seen me at my worst and they know that I'll get through my worst and and be back at my best and you know and they know that the ebbs and flows of life are just that ebbs and flows of life so um there were times where I would just be on my on the phone to someone or on the phone uh, to you know a friend or my sister or um and I would just I wouldn't even be talking necessarily I would just be on the phone and sometimes I would just be sobbing and sometimes I could barely breathe um I felt at times like I couldn't breathe and I felt sick and um yeah I just I, I would just call someone in that time like I wouldn't um be alone in that pain um and yeah and I I just worked through a lot of that emotion and grief that way um my the second thing that I did was I just chose to show up how I was every day so I couldn't just bury my head in the sand and hide away or run away you know like the thought was there just fuck off to Bali like that would be great um but I was like, I don't want to do that. So um, I really wanted to feel this and like get through what I was feeling because I know at the end of the day that the decision was the best decision for us, but you still feel the loss of that person in your life. And so um, I, the second thing that I did was that I showed up and I, some days I would show up and I would get through, you know, the start of the day um, and then I couldn't finish the day. And then other days I would show up and I'd be able to get through the whole day. Um, 
and then other days I would not show up at all, not be able to show up at all, or I would try to show up and then realize that I was putting too much on myself that day. So I, I just showed up like whatever was going on for me that day and I just judged each day as it came. Um, and eventually, um, yeah, I started to get through the day without feeling that overwhelm of feelings and the sadness. And then, uh, I, I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just started to like think about it less and less um, as I processed and, and, and cried out and talked out those feelings. So um, that was the second thing that I did. The third thing that I did was that I immediately called uh, Head to Health and I got in with an interim therapist and um, I they're so amazing. They're such a great service. Um, I got in with an interim therapist, you know, a week later, like I had intake with someone who was just super lovely and supportive. And I explained that I was, you know, very fresh in a breakup and that I was going to need support. Like I knew that I would need support and, and non, not non-judgmental, but like support from like somebody outside of my circle of, you know, friends, because obviously my friends love me very much and they're quite biased towards me and I didn't want that like I wanted a outsider's take on everything um, and on you know what I can do to show up better in the future and also how to deal with anything that was to come from the breakup as well so um, I immediately did that uh, I rang them it was yeah like I, I have a really great friend um, who used to work for them and um and yeah, she said, just, just call them. They'll do inter like interim therapy with you. So immediately I got into therapy and, um, and then I had a really great conversation with, um, a lady there and, um, and yeah, that was, yeah, super beneficial for me, my mental health and just having, just knowing that I had, um, that support there as well was amazing. So, um, therapy, I also got myself put back onto the wait list cause I have, um, I had some therapy through the sexual assault and family violence center so if anyone has listened to my podcasts in the past you would know that I have experienced a lot of trauma in my life and so I think last year I finished up 12 sessions with them you get 12 sessions for free and um, and then they said that I could go back on the wait list again um, to get like another 12 sessions but it would be like in a, a year's time so I called them and I got back on the wait list with them so you know even if it's in 12 months time from now I still get to go into that therapy um which is a, a, a beautiful free service um that they provide and I'll be able you know like wherever I'm at in my in my life at that point like I'll still be able to benefit I find that I can still benefit and it's one of the things that dropped off for me was um one of the things that dropped off for me, I guess, in my relationship was that I did stop going to therapy. And, um, and I think that that's a huge thing that I need to recognize. Um, and something that I've spoken to head to health about is that even if it's once a month that I check in with somebody, that it doesn't matter if I'm feeling good or I'm feeling bad, like I still need that. Um, I need that 
person of support that I can go to and, and, and talk through things with, even just life things, life decisions, stresses, you know, all of that stuff. So, you know, that I'm not putting that onto my partner um, in, in a heavier way than I need to, you know. Like, obviously, in a partnership, you are going to talk about things that are stressing you out. But I think, yeah, I, I just didn't have um, that support person. And I really noticed the difference uh, even in the last few weeks just having that again. So, um, yeah, so that was that was the third thing that I did. Um, the fourth thing that I did was um, I'm obviously in a recovery program as well. So I spoke with my sponsor. Um, and my sponsor advised me that, um, yeah, I'm obviously, you know, I'm in like a withdrawal. Like, it's like I've, I'm having withdrawal symptoms to a drug and I just want that drug and, and I want that person to make everything better for me. And um, and she just, you know, reminded me that, that it's okay to sit in my discomfort. And so I sat, I sat in some of the most uncomfortable feelings that I've ever sat through and um, and it was fucking painful like I felt I felt so ashamed and in pain and I wanted to like get my side of the story out and like you know and then I was like but there's two sides of the story and that's okay and you know there's two people who show up to a relationship and it doesn't even matter like you know people were asking me at the start like um, what do you think it was and da 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 and I said I don't it doesn't matter like what difference does that make like if somebody doesn't love you anymore I'm not going to force that person to love me again you know I'm not going to try and get them to see my value and see who I am as a person um, outside of you know being in a bit of a rut uh, I I can't beg or plead or show up in a way that isn't authentic to me to try and get that person to love me again so you know I am um, I, I just sat in those feelings and, and when I wanted to reach out, I just reached out to my sponsor instead and, and she was amazing and, um, and I'm really, really grateful. Like I'm, I'm a very grateful uh, addict because I have this amazing program that I get to work um, with very wise people uh, who, you know, have done a lot of life and a lot of life errors and um and they're still here and they're still beating their their heart's still beating so um you know that was yeah that was another thing that I um that I did so number four and number five was that I meditated um the first week I just the first week I think I binged um I binged like mental health videos on YouTube uh, and just tried to like figure out like where I'd gone wrong, where they'd gone wrong, like what happened, how did we get to this place, like we were so in love, how did this happen? And I, yeah, I like binged uh, probably just listening to like psychologists and stuff on YouTube for a week. Um, and then once I sort of like got through that phase, I was like, okay, like, I can't listen to another fucking word about mental health. Um, I just started to look up, um, meditations and like, uh, the one that I loved, um, I remember like first just hearing it. I've heard it a million times, but you know, when you're in a different context, it means different things. So the one that I listened to was, um, Sarah Blondin, Remembering Trust. And that was like really just brought me back. Like it was like, you know, just reminding me to forgive myself. And, um, it was talking about like, 
you know, how the things that we've done in our lives, like they are just part of our lives. Like they're woven into this tapestry of life and, and it's beautiful. And if you want to listen to it, I'll link it in. Um, and yeah, so I did that. Um, I listened to that and then I listened to another, uh, meditation and it was writing a letter of forgiveness to yourself um, and that was so healing and therapeutic for me to just like forgive myself like not doesn't matter like I'm not doing it because like I need to forgive myself and then I need to like tell the other person that like I've forgiven myself you know I was just like it was really beautiful in that I wrote this letter of forgiveness to myself um, and and that was that was really healing like just just apologizing to myself you know for not showing up in the best way that I could have for um you know for for kind of losing myself a little bit um yeah just all of the things that I'd sort of felt um negatively towards myself like I've been feeling really disgusting um you know and that probably was like coming out sideways because I'd put on weight and I was feeling really gross and um you know I was trying to just like be like yeah I'm cool with it like whatever but I wasn't like I felt really yuck and um you know like when I was younger my mom told me that my dad left her because she got fat and so like in my head I'm like I've put on weight and so this is why my relationship is going to shit um and so yes yeah, so I was feeling really like horrible about that and I just couldn't I couldn't seem to lose weight like didn't matter how much I trained how much cardio I did like I just seemed to like be holding this extra weight I don't know why if I was in like some kind of trauma protection thing and my body was just holding on to it um but yeah like I lost like five kilos in the first couple of weeks after my breakup and I think that yeah there was just a lot of shame and stuff that was going on for me so um, so listen, listening to that um, meditation and writing a letter of forgiveness to myself was really therapeutic and beautiful. And then, um, and then, yeah, I did the, uh, I did a few other ones in between. But then I did the cutting of the cords, and um, and that one is is really healing as well because it talks, yeah, like I said earlier, talks about how like you know you showed up as best you could, and they showed up as best they could, and there's still love there, um, but you can like you can sever the cord and take your energy back and and I feel like that's where I'm at today so um it's been really uh really quite a interesting healing experience and journey but um you know there's a there's a part of me that's like I, I I need to heal but then I also don't want to be lost in the identity of like healing um like I'm, I'm not a healer and and I um I don't plan on you know being um being lost in the identity of having to be this this healing guru so um you know I, I, i'm gonna go back to my life with a bit more clarity and a bit more self-esteem and that's that's what i've got out of out of this and and honestly like in i don't think i've ever processed something in the way that i have this time around you know it's three weeks and yeah I just feel really fine I feel really okay I feel like I you know I'm grateful for what the relationship gave me I'm grateful for the lessons that I've learned I'm grateful for you know how it's grown me as a person and yeah and I'm I can just let it go and and that's okay and I feel really good about that so um yeah those are my five things I guess suggestions they're the things that I did you can try them too um and if you are looking for support in in a really rough time please do reach out um there's so many great services so head to health I would highly recommend and um yeah you can uh you can find all the details in the uh bio for this episode and um yeah thank you guys so much for listening and um, I hope you found this helpful